Hello, and welcome to another episode of Game Night on the Incomparable Network's game show. That's right, it's a game night, just like when you used to sit around the table with your family and play board games, but probably with fewer snacks because this is a podcast and chewing into a microphone is gross. So today, we are playing the seventh delightful game of Random Pursuit, because one edition of trivia just isn't enough for me, and using the board is too dang complicated to deal with on a podcast. Now, I have a great group of players with me whom I will introduce in the order they will play. And yes, I determined the order using random.org. Thanks, random.org. So first up is my co-host here on the Incomparable Network on Beginner's Puck, as well as on Verity, our Doctor Who podcast. You may remember her as the ghost on our last live episode of Random Pursuit. Welcome, Deb Stanish. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. And I'm really sad that we're not going to have the cheese and cracker wars again, because that was the best part of that episode. (laughs) Well, I'm just happy that you have your own microphone this time, because that'll make things a lot easier. Yes, it will. People don't share well, Mr. (laughs) Shapansky. (laughs) Well, next... We do have a previous Random Pursuit champion, my co-host on Lazy Doctor Who, joining me from just two rooms away, my spouse, Stephen Chapansky. Deb, I shared as many crackers and cheese as were thrown at us as I could that day. (laughs) You were were generous with the cheese and crackers, but not so much the microphone. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, that's okay. I swear that not every player on this episode is going to be one of my other podcast co-hosts, but this next one is. I wanted to increase the Canadian quotient as much as possible, so please welcome another one of my Verity co-hosts, first-time Random Pursuit player, joining me from about seven blocks away, Katrina Griffiths. Hi, Kat. (laughs) Hi. I'm just happy to have invited myself. (laughs) (laughs) So, Dan Morin, I feel like before this episode is over, we should probably start a podcast together just to keep things even. Um, Uh, Yeah, it seems like I'm feeling a little left out (laughs) now. Uh, Yeah. So I guess, yeah, we probably have a podcast by the time this is aired. I think so. Although, you know, I feel maybe uh, between not playing and Clockwise and all the other podcasting you do, you might have your hands full. But regardless, thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure. Scott McNulty, so what kind of podcast do you want to co-host with me? Uh, I get that question so much, <laughs> Erica. That, uh, I, I, we should do something, uh, you know, maybe uh, covering this little show called Winona Earp. I Ooh. think that should have a podcast. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> uh, well, I was going to say, it probably wouldn't be Star Trek because between Random Trek and Vulcan Hello, I feel like you've got that stuff covered. Um, but anyway, it is lovely to have you here. It is, it is lovely to be here. And finally, we have another first-time random pursuiter who is both Canadian and my co-host over on Erp Chirp, where I do already talk about Winona Erp from the Albertan perspective. Welcome, Annette Weirstra. I'm sorry, I don't know how many kilometers away you are. I know, not that many. And back off, Scott, I've got Winona Erp covered. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Come up with your own topic. Uh, all right, well... In case this is your first random pursuit, as it is for a couple of our players, it works a little bit differently from the basic Trivial Pursuit board game. I have many, many, many different versions of Trivial Pursuit. I'm going to put them all to work today. We won't be using the board. Instead, each player has their own six-sided die, and they're going to use that to determine which question on the card they're going to answer, going from one through six, top to the bottom of the card. 
But to keep the game cooking along, I have adopted uh, one of the things we did at our live episode. So to randomize the addition that each question comes from, instead of rolling a die myself, I have actually pulled a few cards out from each game and shuffled them together. So I have a nice fat stack of mixed up trivia cards that are all ready for you. So for each question you answer correctly, you're going to get one point. Just like regular Trivial Pursuit, if you answer a question right, you can roll again for another question. But unlike regular Trivial Pursuit, you can only answer up to three questions on each turn, except for the final round, where there will be no question limit. Now, I mostly don't mind ditching the game board, but I do really miss those roll again spaces. So to preserve a little bit of the random excitement, if you roll the same number two times in a row on the same turn, you get to pick which edition that question comes from. So I'll just like, you know, shuffle through my cards and, and find find the edition you want to uh, to get your question from. If you happen to roll the same number all three times on the same turn, which has never happened. Uh, but if that does happen, you can forget that number and you can pick both the edition and the category of your question. Now, I am not going to list off all the editions that we will be playing from because at this point, there's just too darn many and it would take forever. So I will tell you the editions and the categories as we come across them. I have also shared a lovely document with my players so that they can see what all of the categories are for each edition. Um, we're going to play for an amount of time that is determined by me, and then we'll finish out that round of turns. The player with the highest score at the end becomes the random champion with bragging rights that last until the next episode. So let's dive in, shall we? Yes, Deb, you are, in fact, going first. Okay, so please roll now, that d are, are you allowed to hear the die? So. Uh, yes, that's fine. Okay. It's, it's, it's good foley. Uh, yeah, I know. You, you have issues. You have sound issues. I know this about you. No, that's, that's okay. fine. This is, this is okay. appropriate. I rolled a six. You rolled a six. Okay. The first question comes from the genus four edition. Mm -hmm. And six is wild card. So this could be anything. Deb, whose last role before running for office was as a villain in the 1964 movie, The Killers? Before running for office. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to see if I can miles this out. Um, <laughs> well, I think Ronald Reagan's was, was already in politics at that time. Okay. But... I, it might have been, you know, I'm going to go with Ronald Reagan because I think it's right around the time he really starts seriously entering politics. I'm going to go with Ronald Reagan. All right. That is correct. Way to start Ooh, us off yes. on a, uh, on a win. So go ahead and roll again. Okay. I rolled another six. <gasps> that means you get to choose the edition that your question comes from. I'm going to stick with, uh, stick with Genus 4. Genus 4. Okay. Let me pull out a Genus 4 card from my backup stack so I don't have to like unrandomize the stack that I'm pulling from. All right. Deb, wild card. What did mm. Oscar Wilde say was the only thing he couldn't resist? Temptation. Very good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, before we go on, I just have to tell you that I've played a lot of game shows with Deb and she, she loves to talk about how terrible she is, especially at trivia. She doesn't know anything. Oh, please be nice to me. And then every time she plays a trivia game, she either wins or comes very close. So it's not true. That do is not so believe not her. True. You'd be smirching my good name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Roll again, Ms. Besmirched. 
I have another six. Oh my gosh, to God, I'm not cheating. I am not cheating. These are from an old classic Monopoly game. The dice aren't even loaded, but no, I got another six. All right. Well, this time you get to choose the edition and the category. I apologize to my other players for inviting such a shark on. Okay, I'm gonna stick with Genus Four because it has been it has been very very good to me. Um, and let's see, I'm scrolling through your handy dandy little cheat here. So yes, I can... it's not so little. There's lots of trivial it's pursuits. Lots of things on there. You know, I'm gonna go. Let me go with. Uh, let me go with entertainment. All right, arts and entertainment. What album was outsold only by Thriller in the 1980s? The 1980s. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you were alive in the 80s. I know this. I was alive in the 80s. And I'm trying to like, what? Because Thriller was just so big. It just ate everything. Literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, my God. I can't even, I can't, I'm like drawing such a blank here. I'm going to like throw. uh, If you get it right, you have our first sweep. I know, and I'm not going to get it right. So I'm trying to think of something that's not going to embarrass me. (laughs) That's the trick Uh, to this game. (laughs) Really? Uh, Let me think of, how about The Stranger by Billy? Oh, that's that's the 70s. That's late 70s. Um, Yeah, keep it in the 80s, Deb. It's the 80s. It's the 80s. Oh, what was big in the 80s? Um, oh, let's go with something by you two. I don't even know. I'm just, I, I punt. I punt. I, I give up. <laughs> All I'm right. panicking. It, it is not something by you two. Does anybody else want to take a guess on what it was? I'm hearing the crickets. Wall. <laughs> what did you say? I'm, I said the wall. Pink Floyd's the wall. <laughs> I don't know. Nope. It was actually born in the USA. Oh. Ah. Uh. The Springsteen. I saw that show twice, actually. <laughs> I had a feeling. <laughs> I did. Okay. All right. I'm well, still, now. that is, you should not be embarrassed because you got two of your three questions right, which yes. is uh, frankly pretty damn good for a random pursuit going based on past editions. So, Steven, it is now your turn. Okay. Uh, that I have rolled a one. All right. The, the uh, card that I'm going to read off of is the Star Trek 50th Anniversary Edition. I don't think it says 50th. I think it just says 50 Anniversary Edition. Anniversary. Okay. Yep. So and um, one the of the things Anniversary of the number 50. Or maybe just all these, all these questions are just about episode 50, uh, perhaps. Uh, they could be. You'll yeah. find out. I, I do like to critique different editions of Trivial Pursuit. And while I love the fact that this one came in a very cute little like runabout thingy um it's the, a shuttlecraft shuttlecraft thank you <laughs> I was like what is it called <laughs> i'm glad you're here scott uh the card that tells you what the categories are has the categories listed in a different order than the categories are listed on the actual question cards so Handy. thumbs down thumbs down i had to rearrange my sheet after i had already typed it up uh, but anyway one is one that's the first one on both uh, both versions and that category is that can't remember because I, crew members crew members yes thank you very yeah. much because they, they have just little um little symbols which i don't find terribly helpful there's no letters all right no. so crew members which roman emperor does james t kirk share his middle name with tiberius correct 
Other, it's a trick question. Uh, the, we need the, the Roman Emperor's middle name. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> the question also could have been, what is James T. Kirk's middle name? <laughs> yes. Yes, they could have absolutely done that. But they didn't. So you get to roll again. Okay. Uh, a two. A two. All right. This time, your question is coming from the Millennium Edition. And the second category is arts and entertainment. What actress did Bob Newhart wake up in bed with in the final episode of Newhart? Is it Suzanne Plachette? It was indeed Suzanne Plachette. Nice work. All Thank right. You. I don't know. I don't know why I know that, but then. Well, I don't know why I'm here either. It was a classic episode. I know, but I didn't even watch Newhart, Deb. This is the problem with my life. You didn't have to. It was such a moment in television oh. history. It really was. Oh, well, cool. Uh, four. Four. Okay. This time you're getting a question from the Baby Boomer edition Good. of Trivial Pursuit. And four is P-U-B. I think that's publications. So. Pubs. It's all about pubs. What two newspapers published the International Herald Tribune? And International Herald Tribune is in italics. Wow. Uh, which two newspapers published it, you say? I'm going to say the Chicago Herald and the Chicago Tribune. <laughs> nope. Afraid not. Oh. Anybody else know this one? I'd be surprised. One of them the Chicago Tribune? It was the New York Times and the Washington Post. Oh. I don't even know what the inter- I don't even know what that is. That's a janky question. Yeah. I have no context for you. I am not a baby boomer, so sorry. No help. Yeah, well. Mm. All right. You an apartment because of baby boomers, so and then I lost a question. Only baby boomers if she read gets a, If Kat gets a Star yeah. Trek question, I'm tapping out like the whole game because she'll run the board. Kat, it is your turn. I rolled a two. Two. All right. You are oh, it's genus four. That was that was lucky for Deb. Let's let's see if that is for you. Did you say two? Yes. Arts and entertainment. How many hubcaps does Steve McQueen's car lose in the famed chase scene from Bullet? Ooh. Uh, uh, hmm. I've seen this chase scene. I had to watch it in class in college, but uh, I I wasn't counting hubcaps at the time, so I sounds like one of those fake classes. (laughs) (laughs) I always thought that was like a people weren't sure, weren't really sure how many exactly. This seems like a trick question. It might be. Trivial Pursuit was uh, was made by Canadians, and we, as you know, are Trixie folk. <laughs> um, I think it's four. I'm going to go with four. That is a good guess, but it is incorrect. It's actually six, apparently. I was going to joke that it was six, because <laughs> that's ridiculous. It was five. <laughs> it loses the spare tire. And then he puts on another tire in the middle of the car. It's yeah, amazing. It's but he does scene in the car. Yeah. Extra yeah. hubcaps for the win. Yeah, honestly, it was the uh, the pit crew he's, that deserved all the credit for that. That he's, chase he's scene, driving right? a tank. <laughs> that actually, Robert Vaughn was hanging out the passenger side, putting on new hubcaps during the just course. Just chucking hubcaps out the window, just to yeah. make a point. <laughs> That's like true. Ninja it does stars. Con- yeah, it, it counts as losing it uh, if you just throw it out the window. All right, Dan, it is your turn. Hoo-hoo. All right. Well, I hope to be in and out very quickly. My number is three. All right. You are getting a question from the 90s, the 90s time capsule never, edition, never which heard comes of them. in a metal box. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And number three is VWG. We'll just scroll to see what on earth VWG means. That is uh, viewing. Viewing. The All 90s right. time capsule edition in your sheet says that's four. <laughs> 
So lies. <laughs> what? Oh, see, I copied and pasted out of Wikipedia. And Wikipedia yeah, lies. on the card, on the card, it is. Gotta check your sources. Damn, I didn't have time. I barely got it's here cool. on time. It's cool. That's all right. I'm ready. For, forgive me. I guess we won't be doing a podcast together. All right. <laughs> Not anymore. Not <laughs> failed your audition. <laughs> all right. What, what NBC soap opera outlasted the spinoffs Somerset and Texas before ending a 35-year run? <sighs> NBC soap opera. Um, okay. There are many NBC soap operas. And but which one had spinoffs called Somerset spin-offs called and Somerset. Texas? And Texas. Uh, I'm geez, trying to remember uh, which ones are not still running. <laughs> Some of them keep going. Oh, I'm going to say... I don't think it is, but I'm going to say Days of Our Lives. So I'm, I'm pretty convinced it's not right, but I can't remember any others all of a sudden. That is a uh, that is a soap opera. Um, it's not and, the right one, though. And I think it was on NBC actually but not the correct one does anybody know this as the world turns no that was no. not on NBC in fact I believe that was CBS or mm. ABC anyway it was it was another world um, um, I have world right <laughs> <laughs> all right so next up is Scott Scott please roll your d6 all right I got a four all right a four. Well, I will. I will tell you, Scott. And I did not like set this up on purpose. You are getting a Star Trek 50 anniversary <gasps> question. Oh, this game is really. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to avoid getting Star Trek questions because if I get one wrong, then I will feel off. Ah, that's that is fair. All right, so you got a four. A four is according to the card. Aliens. Yep. That's what this All is. Right. So yeah, true. <laughs> you win. Right. Yay. The shape-changing "quote unquote" salt vampire was mm. a native of which planet? Uh, I know that episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am not good at remembering planet names. Uh, so I am going to not get this correct, uh, but I will say uh, Telestra 4. I like that guess. That sounds like the name of a planet. It sounds a lot more like the name of a planet than the answer to this question, which is M113. Yeah. Mm, I was going to go with Saline oh. 6. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, my first that. TV was a Telestra 4, funny enough. <laughs> okay, next we have a net. So, Annette. I got a one. Got a one. Okay. The card I will be reading from is the Star Wars Anniversary Edition. Okay, the, good. Yeah, the like the entire title is the, what is it? It's, it's long. Star Wars Classic Trilogy Collector's Edition. There you go. All right. And that was a one. So, yes. it is characters. Whose opinion of bounty hunters was... We don't need that scum. Oh, great. Um, I All the listeners are going to really love me because I'm terrible at names and quotes. And somehow Erica still said I should come on the show. <laughs> I did. <'Cause laughs> I'm like, the it'll best. be fine, she says. I'm just going to go um, Han Solo. 
That is that is a good guess, but uh, but incorrect. Dan, do you want to tell us who that was? I believe that was Admiral Piat. It was. Yeah. See, I would have never gotten that. I couldn't have gotten that. <laughs> I, would, that oh! I wouldn't. I wouldn't have gotten that either. So, like, I he was very. Big, he was very good on Days of Our Lives. <laughs> you know what? I, I should have gotten another world though. I used to really? watch that with my mom. Okay. But you know what? In Canada, it traded. wasn't on NBC. No, it's on TCV. Oh. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Oh. Trick question for us. That's true. Totally not fair. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we uh, are back around to the top of the order. Uh, we'll do a quick, uh, quick score check. We have a couple of you on the board. Congratulations, Deb and Steven, for your two points each. Ouch. That's that's random pursuit, friends. But I'm super impressed that you guys got even two questions. So, Deb, wow. roll it Thanks up. Thanks for your confidence in us. That's great. It's Rolling. not my confidence in you. It's my confidence in these terrible, terrible questions. Oh. All right. I am rolling. I got a six. Jesus, I'm switching what? dice. <laughs> yeah, this I'm is... going to roll again because that just seems too coincidental. Yeah. Maybe it was a rigged dice. I got a two. Okay. All right. I'll take the two. I don't think it would actually matter. Uh, you get a Disney question. It is from the adults box, the grown-up box. Okay. Uh, Disney after dark. World of music is your category. Oh, crikey. Oh, but it's, this is appropriate. Who told Philadelphia's Live Aid fans, this is your Woodstock and it's long overdue? Jesus. See, it's a uh, Philadelphia Bob, question. Uh, you should there. get it right. I was at that Live Aid. This is how old I am, people. No, seriously. <laughs> I was at that. It was 1985. It was hotter than balls. Um, ooh, I'm going to say Bob Geldof. It was actually Joan Baez. Was it really? That's what it says. Uh, it was a long day. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody remembers what Joan Baez said at either Woodstock or Live Aid. It's, it's true. No, it's not true. I do. I do remember. I, I do remember Joan Baez performing. I don't remember her saying that, but it's it's fair. I was taking a shot in the dark. So I thought you were going to say I was taking shots. Well, <laughs> no, I was not. But mm. it was there. It was started at seven o'clock in the morning because you could watch the Wembley broadcast inside RFK Stadium, which was a terrible, terrible place. And uh, yeah, and we, you were there until after midnight. So a very long day. Yikes. All right, Stephen, what do you got? I got a one. A one. Okay. You're going to answer a question about TV. Fantastic. Yes. And uh, category one is... CLC, which stands for Classics. What okay. bread labels had ballots enabling you to vote for Howdy Doody as president? <laughs> <laughs> what bread Can we have labels? those back, please? Oh, that classic television question about yeah. bread. God, how are these people going from show business into politics? Uh, I only know one brand of bread, so it's going to be Wonder. Correct. Yeah. It is Wonder oh. Bread. Good job. See, Thank I'd you. like bread ballots and or howdy duty for president. I'll go either way. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Roll again. Uh, I got a four. All right. Well, this time you are getting one of the uh, one of the special cards. There's there's one game that's in here that's not proper trivial pursuit. It's the the junior trivia box that I loved so much as a child, and it has two different uh, levels of questions: junior trivia one and junior trivia two. Junior trivia one is ages for ages five to nine, and that is what you have gotten. Oh, oh good. Oh great. And you said you rolled. You said you rolled don't, a four. Don't blow it. I rolled a four. All right. <laughs> So, Stephen, 
Where would you be if you were sitting in a Lamborghini? <laughs> this question's blowing my mind. Wow. So I have to think way harder about it. Uh, yeah, it's that's that's in, that invites one to really think about that. But I'm just going to say, in a car. Well, uh, can you be slightly car. more specific? In an Italian car. Uh, like what kind of car? A sports car. There you go. An Italian like, sports yeah. car. That's the worst in question. Alter- oh. In an alternate universe where I yes. had enough money to afford a Lamborghini. Yeah. In an episode like, of Miami Vice. That's what I would have been in. Like it's just where do you want to be? <laughs> Yes, it is a sports car was the was the answer they were looking for. And, and yes, I will give that to you. So you get to try for your third question. We might get a sweep here. Oh, that was a exciting. bit of leading the question. I, I'm, I'm, I'm calling I mean, spousal. Uh, well, I feel like if, I feel like in a car was good enough. I was surprised when they asked for in a sports car. <laughs> sports so. car, yeah, like in a cross. Mm. Yeah, anyway. Uh, Six. All right. Oh, it's another TV question. Oh, great. Yep, and um, it's a wild card because that's what number six is, so it could be anything. What was the first network to telecast pro football in 1959? Um, All these network questions. Yeah. I suppose the um, TV TV game is... Oh, I have no idea. Uh, It'd be funny if it was the Dumont, so I'm going to say that. Is that a network? <laughs> yeah, it's a Dumont network. You never heard of the Dumont network? Nope. Um, no. So obviously that is not the answer to the question. <laughs> Guess not. No. <laughs> nope. It was good old ABC. ABC. Yep. Hmm. All right. Katrina, your turn. Roll a die. I got a six. Got a six. All right. You're getting that question from the DVD pop culture edition. Mm-hmm. And the... Sixth category for that is fads. So answer a question about this fad. What is the name of the mountain that the Grinch lives on? How is that a fad? <laughs> I don't know. You bet people are really into the Grinch. You know, it's Maybe a fad that around. never dies. The, uh, the mountain's called Mount Crumpet. It is indeed Mount Crumpet. And I'm just realizing that the document I sent you is also wrong on this one. Thanks, Wikipedia. But yes, congratulations, Mount Crumpet. Getting a point for that. And you get to roll I love that movie. Now, when you say that movie, do you mean the the Jim Carrey one? God, no. I mean the original one. We can still be friends. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What number next? Uh... Three. All right. Three. This time it is, well, genus edition three. Category three, which is history. What type of bonds did Michael Milken refer to as, quote unquote, high yield bonds? That's bonds. B-O-N-D-S. Michael Milken referred to them as high yield bonds. What kind of question is that? Who knows this technical (laughs) banking jargon? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to your banking history question. Um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> how many kinds of bonds can you name? I only know one kind of bonds. So in the spirit, I'm going to pick those bonds and say war bonds. That is not the correct answer. Uh, ooh, ooh, is it 
Barry bond? <laughs> it, it is not. Barry anybody bonds? else? Anybody else have a guess? Uh, junk bonds. It is junk bonds. Mm. Had that been your question, question, you'd have gotten a point for it, Scott. Instead, mm. you just get to gloat. I'd do that anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Dan, roll Yo. it up. All right, let's see what I get this time around. Two, two. Well, you're going to answer a Doctor Who question. Am I? Well, <laughs> I'd really like you to answer it in, in some fashion. Fine. Uh, the category is companions. Who warns the tenth Doctor? You are not alone. Okay. A weird question. Who warns that the is. tenth Doctor? That's mm. portentous. You are the not tenth alone, Doctor. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So you, this is great because I'm on a podcast full of Doctor Who nerds. So <laughs> <laughs> we are We're here to judge you. Judging you yep, right yep, now. I'm feeling a little judged. Is this bringing you closer together with Scott? Yeah, maybe. That's I don't like that either. So it's <laughs> <laughs> like over two. Um, all right. I'm going to guess. Oh, see, I know who the 10th Doctor is and I know several of his companions, but now there's just too many. Um, I'm going to guess Martha Jones. That's a good guess. I just want to okay. say that I need to complain once again about this edition of Trivial Uh-oh. Pursuit because I feel like this is a terrible question for this category. Do you want to give me a new question? Because I'm okay no, with that. No, I don't feel that bad. <laughs> <laughs> because that. because I feel like some of the other people on the podcast uh, know the answer to this question. Guys? Sure. It's a face of Bo. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Face of Bo was not a companion. Yeah. Well, yeah. that Wait depends on how you feel uh, about the inf- you know implication that uh, Captain Jack becomes the face of Bo. I don't believe Spoilers. that implication. Oh, well, see, yeah, there's some textual <laughs> analysis that needs to go on here. That's yes, true. Definitely, true. I I I would call this a bogus question if we were doing Doctor Who. A bogus question? <laughs> eh? Eh? <laughs> I'll see myself out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Scott. Roll it Yes. Oh, I could do that. Part two. All right. All right. This time I would like to uh, to give some thanks to our oh. incomparable co-panelist, Anthony Johnston, who very kindly purchased Uh-oh. and sent me some <laughs> Trivial Pursuit cards he, from the he UK. He wrote his own cards on a piece of the Anthony Johnston Trivial Pursuit. How old was Anthony Johnston? What is Anthony Johnston's favorite color? That would be great. Sadly, Everyone knows that one. It's black. Come on. That is. Oh, maybe we can talk him into doing that for the next game. Uh, but this one is, in fact, the Globetrotter edition of Trivial oh, Pursuit, which was oh, only released Lord. in the UK. It's basically just all geography. So, oh, yeah, great. the category two. I it was like the Globetrotter, like the Harlem Globetrotter. Yeah, that would be I'm the like, best. I don't know. That would, that would be a lot of similar questions, I want to say. Um, mm-hmm. Well, let's, let's recall that I am American. That's and true. We don't care about any countries outside of America. <laughs> Rating on a also curve. True. Also true. So you might struggle a little bit with this question about mm. uh, Latin America. See, I like part of that. <laughs> yes. Well, your question is: Which former penal colony was off the coast of French Guiana? <sighs> um, I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll say uh, the, the Falkland Islands. It was a Devil's Island, mm. a thing I've never even heard of because I guess at heart, devils. I'm an American. I think it was featured in Papillon, wasn't it? Isn't that where uh, Steve McQueen and Dustin Hoffman were um, imprisoned? 
maybe. You're a nerd. Yeah, that's I, I fine. Either so, save it for the nerd. podcast. Even that's, uh, <laughs> I'm confused now, but sure, yeah. All right, Annette, Roll I'm ready. I'm getting four. Four. Okay. Well, the edition that your question is coming from is the Genus Two edition. In fact, it is the special Canada-only Genus oh, Two edition. Oh, really? Ooh. Meaning now not, I no pressure. Yeah. Well, it's not that all the questions are about Canada. It's just that for some reason this edition is not to be sold outside of Canada. Uh, <laughs> Don't know why. So it may have you ruin more it. tariffs. <laughs> it might have more Canadian questions than uh, than others. Um, but let's see. Category four is arts and al arts and leisure is that what that stands for sure arts and literature arts and literature Art, that's what it is. arts and li- yeah yeah okay all right so what dh lawrence novel had the working title tenderness um that's i feel like this is not a canadian question <laughs> you go is it lady tatterley's lover it is yes Ooh, nice i'm like thank goodness i'm on the board i'm not going to completely humiliate myself all right <laughs> those of us not on the board thank you yes <laughs> yes all right roll again okay one all right this one is coming from the trivial pursuit millennium edition and it is a people and places question. How many minutes did the average American need to reach the nearest McDonald's in 1998? <laughs> well, obviously, obviously, I know this. I'm going to say 11. It was actually four. Yeah. Really? Oh, it's got to be lower than that. Oh, wow. Walking mm-hmm. or driving? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess it would be driving. Probably driving. Yeah. Because, yeah. because that's what Americans do. It was one Bill Clinton jog away, as I believe. <laughs> at the time. Oh. Well, that brings us to the end of uh, of turn number two. Uh, congratulations for getting on the board, Annette, with your with Woo. your one point. Also, Cat, with your one point. Stephen has pulled ahead with four. Uh, Deb is is in second with two. So still pretty close. <sighs> yeah, not that close. All right, all right, Deb. Stage to come back. All right. A four. Four. Well, you're getting another UK Globetrotter question. Oh, sweet Jesus. Okay. About, about Africa. So <laughs> what what was the African queen in C.S. Forrester's novel of that title? What was the African queen? African queen is in italics. It was a boat. Correct. What kind of boat? Is it sports it's a tugboat, wasn't it? What kind of sports boat? I'm piloted. I'm going to give it to you because I feel like you shouldn't need to know that it was a steam, steam boat. boat? Yeah. Oh. I knew that. Oh. Ah, there was a boat. That <laughs> Catherine Hepburn was on mm-hmm. with with what's his Humphrey face? Bogart. That other Bogie. guy, Humphrey yeah. Bogart. Humphrey Bogart. Yes. All right, roll again. Boat guard. Okay. <laughs> he really put How the boat in How is that a question there? about geography? It's, was well, a, it had the word Africa, Africa. in, I guess. <laughs> but that's a Why didn't I get that question? <laughs> Low-hanging fruit. Yeah. All right. I have a three. All right. This is the Genus 5 edition. Category three is history. What mm. army, and army is in quotes, what army from Great Britain invaded the U.S. in 1880? In 1880? Mm-hmm. An army is in quotes. What? Yeah. <laughs> what army from Great Britain invaded the U.S. in 1880? Army All right. Well, so in if quotes. army's in quotes, then it 
it wasn't a military army or just like, you know, heavily air quote, like, oh, what? All right, 1880. Like, what was happening in 1880? Is there something <laughs> happening? Like, I wasn't around. I mean, I'm nope. old, but I'm not that old. Um, Live eight. Yeah, it was Live Aid. It was the British invasion, and it was the 1960s. All right, so I'm thinking something maybe down south, like Mexico. Weren't they trying to, like, the Alamo was at 18? No, it was earlier than that. Um, We're looking for the name of an army. I... I... (laughs) British army. um, Let's go with... I don't know. I got nothing. I can't like I just I keep on thinking it was a little army that went down I, a little <laughs> army I'm done it was a little army that's it little it was army. a little British that's army that's a good guess does anybody else have a guess it's got to be one of those salvation, salvation army salvation yeah. army yeah good job salvation, salvation, salvation army. army oh I was really barking up the wrong tree there yep yeah but you still you still got a point during that turn so Woo. excellent work yeah Stephen uh, a six. A six from the classic Genus One, which is sports and leisure. Sports. All right, Stephen. Who played 2,130 consecutive baseball games for the New York Yankees? Lou Gehrig. Correct. (laughs) More sports questions for you. Roll again. Three. Three. All right. Genus Five. So this is a history question. Okay. What four-year-old was crowned king on May 14th, 1643? Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> 1643. Oh, mm-hmm. dear. Um, Four years old. Oh, I know nothing of um, kings. <laughs> I know the L.A. kings. Less so about the Sacramento. Did they draft somebody at four years old? Well, you're you're Canadian. You you actually have a monarch. Yeah, I know. Yes. Well, we don't. We're not (laughs) Not required to remember who they are currently. Um, Currently, (laughs) who was the king? Oh, it probably led to the English Civil War, and I don't remember who it is. I'm going to say Prince uh, Charles. Prince Prince Charming. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No. It was. Louis the Fourteenth. Oh, French, of course. So, yep, in France. <laughs> that right. guy. Oh, okay. But again, you got one. You got one there. I got That's one. Good. I got Lou Gehrig. Right. That's fine. Pat. Would you have just taken Louis as an answer for that? No, would that that time I would not. Oh, <laughs> it was almost. A fr- it would have been Lou Gehrig and Louis. I wonder yeah, what the Louis, third one. Louis Gehrig the Fourteenth. <laughs> Louis Gehrig the Fourteenth Armstrong, who landed on the moon. Cat, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is your number? Five. All right. This is from the 1960s edition, and Category 5 is Sports and Leisure. What Great. Y- yeah. What UCLA basketballer was the first to win the MVP award of the NCAA tourney in three straight years? So name a basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the rub, isn't it? <laughs> That's going to be hard enough on its own. I mean, is that even a sport? Like, <laughs> Canada has a team, I'm told. They do. Basketball was Toronto invented by a Canadian. Raptors. That's true. Canada did invent, invent basketball. Canada. And they are very a, proud of it. A Canadian invented it while yeah. working in the U.S. Yeah, I want to say he invented it in Massachusetts, though. Because true. Yes, he did. Yep. We're claiming it anyways. It Oh, yeah, I, I was I was looking. I was studying for the citizenship uh, test, and one of the sample questions <laughs> actually asked about that. 
So there you go. Important. That's how proud you're not. Canada you're is. not coming in unless you answer that correctly. <laughs> yep. If you haven't seen the Heritage Minutes, then we don't want you here. Yep. Um, Boom. I'm gonna go with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That is a basketball player. Yeah. It is, and he has a, a cool name. So. Yep. Um, it's definitely cooler than Lou. Al-Sindor? Who is Ooh. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Is it? Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh. He converted to Muslim and changed his name from Lou Al-Sindor to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, then I'm going to give that uh, to Kat. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Good job, Kat. It pays to know names that you like. Yeah. <laughs> like right. Who also wrote? Who also writes like Sherlock Holmes novels? Like that's true. Yes. Yeah. Comic he books. He just keeps getting better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Kat, you get to roll again. Two. Two. Okay, you are getting junior trivia, um, <laughs> but it's it's the harder junior trivia. This is for ages ten to thirteen. Ooh. Now so, I'm worried. Yeah, uh, and there's no categories in this. It's just questions one through six. So number two on this card is, what are you doing if you are performing? <laughs> a- <laughs> what are you doing so right accusatory. now? <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing if you are performing a squat thrust, a trunk curl, and elbow pressing? Lifting weights? I'm going to give that to you because that was even more specific than just exercising. (laughs) (laughs) So they need a sports car, but just exercising is fine. Okay. (laughs) Yep. Yep. There. The junior trivia is is different. from i guess they're more specific for the little kids than they are for the bigger kids i don't know what are you doing living (laughs) correct (laughs) all right cat you get to roll again i got a four all right it is the star trek 50 edition question 50 anniversary uh four is aliens what drink did balak of the first federation offer his guests what drink uh, and again, I will complain that just like the Doctor Who cards, these things have to be flipped end to end to see the answer instead of like the other way, like most Trivial Pursuit cards. I don't like it when they farm these things out. Mm. So I'm looking for it's, a beverage. I'm not going to pronounce it right, but it's oh, like... I don't care. It sounds like... I don't know. It sounds like a person's name. It's like Tanya, Tranya... It Taya. is. It is Trania. Woo! Good job, Cat. Yeah. So that is our first sweep. Congratulations, Cat. I'm. I'm afraid you don't get to go any any farther in, on this turn, but you do get to be smug. So I'm exhausted already. So let's just. It's <laughs> for right, the best. So Dan, roll it me up again. All right. No. Five. All right, five. Dan, you're getting some junior trivia. Yes, finally a chance to get on the board. <laughs> <laughs> and it's junior trivia one. So, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, number five. Finally, my, mate, my métier. <laughs> what, what would you call a heavily wrapped bandaged body in Egypt? Ooh. <laughs> Wait a second. This is true. If it's in Egypt, is it in Arabic? <laughs> <laughs> the, the answer, I will tell you, is written in English, so... Uh, are you my mommy? So would that be? <laughs> I'm going with the thematic, thematic answer. Mummies, yep. mummies, C- all the way down. Congratulations! It's a mummy. Woohoo! All right, I'm at least as smart at least as smart as a fifth grader. <laughs> <laughs> all right, roll again. All right, rolling again. This time, a one. All right. Well, I'm afraid it's no more junior trivia. It's genus two, the Canada box. And uh, geography, 
right. is your question. What bay sparkles next to Miami, Florida? <laughs> wow. That's, I feel like that's, a, that's sort of judgmental. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. Um, next to Miami. Yep. A sparkle bay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Starting Man, to doubt your Miami commitment briefly. to the Sparkle Bay. Um, Sparkle Bay is my least favorite action movie director. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's called Playing for Time. Uh, I'm going to go with... Oh, man. Um, uh, Diamond Bay. That's, that's, a, that's a good guess in terms of the question. That, uh, that means it's wrong, though. Thank you. It does. Yep. Yep. Anybody know this? It's not Bay of Fundy, is it? No, that's, I knew where that one was. That was going to be my first Bay guess because I've been there, and it's in Canada, but it's not near Miami is my recollection. It's uh, Biscayne Bay. Oh, Biscayne Bay. Oh, yes. I, I feel like I've heard okay. of it, but I don't know why it should be sparkly. It's <laughs> Botany Bay. You make it Botany Bay? Uh, oh, no. All right. Scott, it is yes. your turn. Roll it up. I look forward to getting this wrong. <laughs> I got a Way one. Way to be optimistic. All right. Well, it is a genus classic first edition question. It's about geography. Scott, mm. what statue overlooks Piccadilly Circus? Uh, now you see that's something that I should get right, uh, but I am not going to. Uh, is it... Uh, something to do with uh, English history. <laughs> <laughs> I can neither uh, confirm nor deny. It's a statue of a Lamborghini. Oh, that's right. Is it? Is it a mummy? Um, I, I'm going to guess it's a statue of Nelson. Lord Nelson. It is not. Uh, it is Fine. apparently Eros. Uh, what he, His friends called him that. <laughs> so... That is, a, that is a tough question. Annette, your turn. Okay. Five. <laughs> All right. You're getting a baby boomer question. Oh, great. Um, and category five from the baby boomer edition is lives and times, whatever that means. Okay. So what former president's mother, Hannah, called him, quote, the best potato masher a mother could wish for? <laughs> So we're looking for a former president um, whose mother's name was Hannah. Uh, and this game was published in 1983. Okay. So I know my American presidents as well as I know my prime ministers, which is not at all. <laughs> um, we'll go with George Washington. It was actually Richard Nixon. Oh. Hell of a potato that's what he's Everyone known for that. is mashing no. potatoes right. yeah. Yeah. my complaint with the baby boomer edition is there are never any questions about babies exploding <laughs> not once never. that is a once. fair complaint uh, we should write to the trivial pursuit people although at this point i feel like they're just not tr even trying sigh all right that brings us to the end of turn three and uh annette on the board also dan with one point then we have Deb with three, Cat with four, Stephen holding onto his lead with five. Mm. All right. So, Deb, roll it up. All right. I have a six. A six. All right. This is from the DVD Pop Culture. And once again, the category is fads. <sighs> Whose signature is found on the tush of every Cabbage Patch Kid? 
Oh, it's Xavier. Xavier, that guy. Uh, <laughs> I honestly don't know his last name. I just know his first name is Xavier. Xavier something. Um, I feel like I want to give you a half a point just for knowing that because I was like, I, I had know. a. I had a Cabbage Patch Kid, and I wouldn't know that. Yeah, I Charles oh Xavier gosh. signed every Treasure Patch. <laughs> yeah, by hand. How the mutants were born in a Cabbage makes Patch makes sense. Um, I I don't know. I just know his first name is Xavier. You don't want to even just take a guess. Uh, Smith. It is not. It, it's Robert, isn't it? It it is. Yep. Oh my gosh. Why do How I remember you know this? that? Why? Well, you also had a Cabbage Patch Kid. I have one. His name is Rayful. He still lives at home. Back home. <laughs> yep. One day I'll pick him up. Like, you never introduced me. Well, no, home, home, like my parents' home. So um, you'll, you'll meet him yeah. someday, Annette. Don't one worry. Day. One day. Yeah. Fair. We'll when get our Cabbage Patch Kids. It. Yeah, we'll get our <laughs> Cabbage Patch Kids together. Yes, please. <laughs> still hear a knock at the door. <laughs> <laughs> I can't down. sleep ever. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, Deb, I'm really impressed that you knew Xavier Roberts' first name, but I feel like I can't quite give you the point for uh, that. That's, you know, that's fair. That's mm-hmm. fair. You know, the, the I'm still impressed. The law. I mean, it's no Lamborghini question, let's be fair. <laughs> but <laughs> if, you, if you have another one that you're on the border of, maybe I will be nice and give you the, uh, the point for that. But okay. at this point, it is Stephen's turn to roll a die. I rolled a f- four. All right. This is coming from Genus 4. And category four is science and nature. What three planets in our solar system show signs of oxygen in their atmospheres? Ooh. And let's see what year. Yeah. Well, I'm going <laughs> to guess that Pluto either way probably wasn't going to be in among that list. 1996. As of 1996, yeah. there were three planets in our solar system that showed signs of oxygen in their atmospheres. What oh, are those boy. planets? Well, uh, I figured the easy one will be Earth. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, boy. What if there's like 0.001% in like Neptunes and I get it wrong? But I don't care. I'm going to go with Mars and Venus as the other two. You are correct. Yeah. You. Mm-hmm. Good work. Thank Roll you. again. Four. Again. Oh, that means you get to choose the category. Uh, not the category, the edition that your question comes from. Oh, do I really? I only got two in a row. Yeah, two in a row gets, means you get to choose the edition. Three in a row means you get to choose the edition and the category. Oh, that's right. Okay. Oh, what the hell? Let's uh, really put the pressure on myself and pick the Doctor Who one. All right. <laughs> Let me dig through here for a Doctor Who question. Okay. So, and that was a four, mm-hmm. which is years and dates. So... In 1888, Madame Vastra found and ate a famous killer before contacting the police and letting them take the credit. Who was he? The Ripper, Mr. Jago. Jack the Ripper. It was, in fact, Jack the Ripper. Yeah. All right. One more. What did he taste like? I don't know, (laughs) but he showed up in a Babylon 5 episode later on, so I'm not too sure if she actually ate him. Um, (laughs) I got another four. Wow. What? I know. I know. Okay. Well, you get to choose the edition and the category. So I know that puts the pressure on. That's a lot a lot of variables really there. I don't want to. I you said Dr. that never Poole happens, again. Erica. So yeah, that, happens. this is the Twice. first time that's ever yeah, happened. I'm, well, I'm worried my dice are too random. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't understand how people are rolling uh, two times in a row. No. <laughs> 
Oh boy, do I want to? It's too. The, the Star Wars one doesn't include the prequels, right? It does not include the prequels. Oh, let's let's go for that one. Let's let's mess that up. Um, okay. I don't. Oh, uh, categories are. Yep. Let's see here. Categories. Tell me the name of the category you want because it may be in a different order than the copy paste I did from Wikipedia. Um. Oh, let's go wild card. What the hell? Oh, look at you. Yeah. Okay. Wild card. Who scanned for Luke's life signs at the entrance to the rebel base on Hoth? That must have been Vader. Incorrect. <sighs> no. That's my impression. It was Ar- oh, is Archer? <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> He's he was adorable. Later, yeah. He's adorable. Who was it? Was it R2? Yeah, it was R2. Oh, okay. All right. R2D2, to be specific. Yes. Cat. Um, your turn to roll. Six. Six. All right. You are getting a wild card quest question from the 1960s. Great. What presidential offspring talked her friend, Worry Smith, into living with her in the White House? Looking for some presidential offspring. That's not a <laughs> creepy way to put that at all. It's a horrible <laughs> band. <laughs> I actually like the offspring, but not the presidential offspring. That's what I mean. They were a horrible yeah. cover band. It was the president of the USA, the USA yeah. joined with the remaining members of offspring. Doing, yeah, doing yeah, offspring covers. Oh, um, I know exactly two presidents, neither of which were in the 1960s. Mm-hmm. So you, so, so you don't know that much, that much about their offspring. No, I couldn't even tell you like Obama's kids' names. Um. If you want to just I've, guess some names, you, you're welcome to, but I'm not sure you're going to land on it. By just no, it's, guessing. I mean, it's a girl. Let's, okay, it's, uh, I don't know, Susie. I, I like your moxie. That's not the answer. Uh, anybody know? Was it Alice? Nope. Is it Patty? Nope. <laughs> I like that you're just guessing. <laughs> Carolyn? Nope. It was Linda Bird Johnson. Oh. So yeah, you had three three whole names there to get, so that's a tough one. All right, Dan. Yes. All right. Let us roll and get a three. All right. And that is coming from Trivial Pursuit version six. Or no, excuse me, volume six. Oh. Uh, because they stopped saying genus for some reason. Nobody so knew your, what it hi- meant. your history question is what Indian nation rose to prominence fighting the beaver wars in the 1600s. This is made up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, those beaver wars. We're still fighting the beaver wars. It's not Canada. (laughs) Isn't that the truth? Uh, uh, I mean, it could have happened in Canada. It's actually not specified. It seems likely that it did, since that makes a lot more sense than when I was thinking the subcontinent, where (laughs) I think beavers are in short supply, to my recollection. Uh, all right. Can you just read that whole thing again? Sure. <laughs> what Indian nation rose to prominence fighting the Beaver Wars in the 1600s? 1600s. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Beaver Wars. Uh, I'm going to say. Uh, yeah, this yeah, is this, all The like... version six was published in 2003 when using the word Indian to refer to the indigenous people on this continent was still totally fine. Right. And what, a, what the name of that nation actually is may be yeah. not accurate. Uh, I'm going to say the Iroquois. You're correct. Yes. Ooh, nice it's pronounced Iroquois, though. Yeah, I, thank yeah. you, Canadians. Yeah. 
uh, in not yeah in in Western Mass in Western New York. I think they actually pronounce it Iroquois. Yeah, yeah. I in Wisconsin, I also grew up uh, calling that that nation the Iroquois. Sorry, we don't do French, which is also mm -hmm. not the name of the actual people either. Right. So, all right, all right, I get to roll again. Mm -hmm. A five. All right. Well, today is your lucky day because you've got junior trivia two coming at you. Ah! All right. Dan, tell yes. me, what is the name of the most well-known comet? <laughs> By whose standards, though? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess Halley's Comet? <laughs> Correct. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Good job. All right. Thank You're you. as smart Thank as you. a 13-year-old. <laughs> That's, That's what really it says on my Twitter job. profile. Uh, all right, here we go. That's another three. All that, right. Not in a row, unfortunately. Not in a row. Nope, they must be consecutive. So this question is coming once again from volume six. It's a history question. What city's rival papers launched competing Red Streak and Red Eye tabloids to lure young adult readers in 2002? And Red Streak is two words in italics. Red Eye is sort of one word with camel case, also in italics. I'm familiar with the Red Eye, and I think it's Chicago. It is indeed. We have our nice. second sweep. Congratulations. Yes. Put it back. On the sweep. Mm -hmm. All right. And that brings us to Scott. Uh, let's just skip me. <laughs> <laughs> I will not. All right, then I'll roll this die, and then I'll get a question wrong, and we can carry on with our lives. Five. Five. All right. Well, it's a Star Wars question. So well, thank you very much, <laughs> Erica. <it> by one. <laughs> uh, and five in Star Wars is droids, creatures, and aliens. Mm -hmm. So who was R2-D2 hoping to find when he set off alone into the Tatooine desert? Uh, C-3PO. I am sorry. It was Obi-Wan Kenobi. Well, this game is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not going to argue with you on that. But I love it anyway. Annette, your turn. I got a one. All right. This is a 20th anniversary edition. Oh, I'm sorry. This is my least favorite edition. Number one is, let's see. GV Global View. What city entertains 35,000 patrons per week at its two permanent Cirque du Soleil shows? I feel like I've got a good guess. Las Vegas? That is a good guess because it's the right answer. <gasps> yes. <laughs> All right. Roll again. Three. All right. This time you're getting a Disney question uh, from the children's box. Okay, good. Box. Um, I was so a kid at this time, <laughs> so I have a chance. Yes. Welcome to the world of people. And uh, what Hollywood whiz kid told Time, quote, when I grow up, I still want to be a director. <laughs> We're looking for a Hollywood whiz kid. A Hollywood whiz kid. Time, when I grow up, I still want to be a director. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm terrible with actors. And let's see. This game uh, was published in 1986. So, yeah, keep in mind. They said this before 1986. <laughs> Hollywood Wizkid. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. 
I don't even have a guess. No directors. Um, let's go Ron Howard. I like your guess. It's not right, though, <sighs> because the answer is Steven Spielberg. Uh-huh. Who was apparently also a Hollywood whiz kid. Did he ever become a director in the end? Or? Yeah, no, one, no one ever heard much out of him after no. that. Nope. Nope. Not, I'm not familiar with his work. <laughs> All right. Score roundup. Um, Scott's still working on getting on the board. What? Yep. I, I'm still uh, here. <laughs> Scott's still here, and that's the most important thing of all. Uh, the second most important thing is that Annette has two points. Woo-hoo. Deb has three points. Kat and Dan are tied with four, and Stephen is still in the lead with seven. Mm. All right. So trivial. Yeah, it really is. And I think this is going to be our last round. So the person with the highest score is going to start because as the final round you can answer as many questions in a row as you actually get right so we're going to set a benchmark steven you are going to lead us off okay i got a two got a two all right well you're starting with the junior trivia two question (laughs) (laughs) so that's the nature of random pursuit the luck of the cards has a lot a lot to do with it question two how many points are awarded for a free throw that goes into the basket oh, in for basketball? Oh, sake. <laughs> and you better get this right because it was invented by a Canadian. <laughs> say, say it again there, Deb's uh, indolence there uh, interrupted. What was? How many points are awarded for a free throw that goes into the basket in basketball? Okay, one. Correct. Okay, it's actually few. none. It's a free throw. Yeah. <laughs> I thought perhaps right. they were asking, like, if you're fouled also. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, the junior the junior version. They're really two points <laughs> and no <laughs> questions. Uh, yeah. Six. All right. This is the ooh, 20th anniversary question. I'm sorry. And uh, let's see. Six, you said, which is GT. I believe that is game time. Yep. What British team grossed $178 million in 2000, tops of any soccer club in the world? Manchester United? It is Manchester United. Good. Bringing you up to nine points. Sorry, Kat, you probably wanted that one. Um... I did want that one, thanks. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) two. All right. Two from Genus 2, the Canada Box, Entertainment. What sweet title was given to the musical based on George Bernard Shaw's Arms and the Man? And Arms and the Man is italicized. Oh, what boy. Sweet, sweet title. title? Candy Girl. I'm afraid not. It was The Chocolate Soldier. Uh, oh. Okay. All right. So that means nine points is, uh, is the... Points to beat. So, Kat, I'm going to have you go next. You're six. four right now. All right, six. You're getting a junior trivia one question. Woohoo. So, Kat, what religion is the most prominent in Italy? Uh, <laughs> how is this junior one? <laughs> That's five I, to I nine. D- I think maybe they uh, expected kids to know a lot about religion in, let's see, what year did this come from? Junior trivia, 1982. I wasn't even born yet. Um, <laughs> Christianity. Let's go with that. Uh, be more specific. 
Catholicism? You need like a th- Correct. It's actually pasta fairy. (laughs) (laughs) Sports car. (laughs) Sports Catholicism. It's the best kind. (laughs) I get get two. Two. All right. This time it's coming from the silver screen edition. And I really need to look up what this category is because all it says in the card is T-I-T. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Didn't have any editors, did they? I guess not. Okay. Titles. That stands for titles. (laughs) Sure it does. (laughs) What 1967 Franco Zeffirelli film had Petruchio wooing and wedding the man-hating Kate? Um... I like that Kate is man-hating. Start with that. <laughs> yep, she's she is man-hating. Um, I feel like I know this, which is awful because then I should have the answer. Weirdly, the on this card, the the same answer is the answer to the question before it, like above it on the card. It's like it's the answer for what? two questions, and I just feel like that's lazy. Are you sure it's not a misprint? <laughs> um, no, it's definitely not a misprint. Misprint. Weird. Because I because I know the only answer. so many movies to go around. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kiss me, Kate. Uh, it's the Taming of the Shrew. Nah. Ah, Kiss Me Kate was the musical that it was based that mm-hmm. it's based on. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so so that was written first. Absolutely in the right neighborhood, but uh, you needed to go to the less cheerful corner of that neighborhood. So, Dan, it is your turn. Oh, hello. Yep. Hello. Yep, you're at four points. Uh, Three, please. All right. Three. That's a Doctor Who question about episodes. Son of a... (laughs) Episodes and stories. (laughs) Oh, no. All right. What was the name of the final full Seventh Doctor adventure? <laughs> uh, all right, as someone who's really only watched modern Doctor Who, yeah, uh, that's gonna go great. This is gonna go swell. Uh, so the seventh Doctor was, uh, is that Sylvester McCoy? Oh, uh, I I uh, wish I could give you points for that, but I can't. <laughs> um, so I will say that the last uh adventure that he partook in was clearly, um. The the dancing Daleks of Theros Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's seen that one. It's a classic. That's probably the title of a big finish because there are so many big finish audio adventures. Um, not the not the name of his final story. I just have to say this Doctor Who Trivial Pursuit is so weird because not only does it have the title of the story on the back, it says survival, but then there's like a caveat. It says survival, colon. It was broadcast in 1989 when the show had been canceled. Sylvester McCoy made a brief cameo in 1996's TV movie. I've never seen any other question that had that much information in the answer. Just for some reason for this one, they decided to like get ahead of the pedants. And yet there are other questions where their answers are completely wrong. I hate you, Dr. Who Trivial Pursuit. They know their audience, Eric. Or it was someone's yep. last oh, well. day. <laughs> that question had a good run. does. All right. Anyway, I'm sorry, Dan. Good try. It's okay. All right. Then we have Deb. Yes. Deb with three points. Okay. Let's work it. Four. 
four. All right, you are getting a Star Wars question. Oh, it's always four. the one after me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I'm sorry. I'm um, terrible at Star Wars trivia. Oh, okay. I am guessing that GEO means geography. Oh, great. Geodes. It's all about geodes. If or it's, it's about Alderaan or Tatooine yep. or Endor, I'm done. It's, it's geography. What city contains a carbon freezing chamber? Oh. We're looking for the name of a city. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Okay. All right. So... Like the carbon, okay. So we have that was, um, oh, Jesus. All right. So we have Java and we have, we've, I'm trying to miles this out. This so, is very Liz yeah. Miles. <laughs> Lizzing, Lizzing is a, is a very special thing. If you can hand, if you can make it work, we'll be impressed. Okay. Um, I don't know that this is. Right? I'm going to say Cloud City. It is right. <gasps> okay. Good job. Okay. All right. Most, most people don't know that Cloud City is carbon neutral. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I was flipping through some trivia there in my head. Like, I was trying to remember the movie. Like, where was he? Where? Okay. All right. Never mind. I'm good. All right. Roll again. Uh, uh, one. Okay. This is coming from the Disney Children's Box. Okay. Deb, welcome to the world of places. Mm-hmm. What river is known in Mexico as the Rio Bravo del Norte? Looking for the name of a river. Would it be the Rio Grande? It is. Oh. The Rio Grande. Okay. Yep. All right. You're marching towards Stephen. All right. You just tied, you just tied with Cat. Okay. I have a six. A six. Okay. And this is genus five. And it's a wild card question. Okay. What nursery rhyme character was likely killed by Salmonella before he hit the ground, according to Jay Leno? And Mm. before he hit the ground is in quotes. Before he hit the ground. Yeah. What nursery rhyme character was likely killed by Salmonella, quote, before he hit the ground, unquote, according to Jay Leno? Hmm. The clue is this is Jay Leno, so the joke isn't funny. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think like nursery rhyme characters who ate things. I mean, there's Jack Spratt, who ate no fat, and there's Peter, Peter the pumpkin eater. Um, but Salmonella, that's mm-hmm. something. Oh, Humpty Dumpty. I feel like you lived that one. <laughs> I'm trying yes. to think what Salmonella is. Eggs. It's got to be an egg, egg nursery rhyme. It's the only one I know. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Wrong? Yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So you've now pulled into second place. I have another six. You, you really should have to say that like Jay Leno, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I had another six. Okay. Well, that's your second six in a row. So you get to pick your uh, your addition that you want the question from. All right. Only because everybody's punted this. I'm going to try junior trivia. One. <laughs> All right. I'm going the for cards. the easy. I'm going for the easy one. Okay. Gamesmanship happening. That's that's what that's what the lucky roll is, is for. All right. So junior trivia one for ages five to nine. Question number six. If you win a blue ribbon, you placed where? First. Correct. 
How many more Good do I need Deb. to catch Steven? Because I'm working on the blue ribbon. Okay. You're at you're at seven right now. He's at nine, so you need two more to tie him. Oh yeah, that's not gonna happen. So All right, go I have five. Go. All right. This is coming from the Disney adults box. Mm-hmm. And five. Welcome to the world of science. What small high-tech stereo playback system was developed by Sony and Philips? Could you repeat the question, please? What small high-tech stereo playback system was developed by Sony and Philips? A small high-tech stereo, stereo playback, playback system. system. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that the Disney trivia was published in 1986. Is it a Walkman? That is a good guess. That is what I would have guessed. But we both would have been wrong together. Oh, because okay. the answer is the compact disc. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, that was a valiant effort. Oh, it was. I rallied. Close. I rallied, mm-hmm. but much yep. not, not good enough. All right. Annette, you're I'm ready. I'm feeling good. I feel like you're going to get me a nice Winona Earp question, yeah. and I'm going to nail it. <laughs> sure. I rolled a four. That's totally in Trivial Pursuit somewhere. Yeah, well, I mean, you're getting a, a question about TV. Okay. Because this is the TV edition. However, I have to warn you I that the TV, TV edition was published in 1991. So <laughs> there's probably not any Winona Earp questions. Just yeah, saying, no. what, what was your number again? Four. Four. One, two, three, four. All right. That is K and G, which is, is that kids and games? We just Yep, kids and games. All right. So who, according to his theme song, is always in the ranger's hair? And that is in quotes, <laughs> is always in the ranger's hair. Um, is it that, oh, that bear? <laughs> Yogi bear? Oh, that, that bear. bear. <laughs> is it Yogi yes. bear? Yes, it is Yogi oh, bear. Yeah. That bear. <laughs> I didn't have cable television. I didn't get that. Okay. Four again. Oh, you get to choose your edition. You know, I'm going to pull a Deb and say, can I get a junior <laughs> trivia one, please? There is no shame in that. There is no shame. All right. And that was a four. That is a four. So, <clears throat> what two colors do you mix to get green? I'm going to think maybe blue and yellow. You are right. Good job. All right. That brings you up to tied with Dan. Roll again. Six. All right. This is coming from the Millennium Edition of Trivial Pursuit, and it is a wild card question. What's a deadbeat Latin scholar telling his landlord when noting, and please forgive my lack of Latin pronunciation, Per scriptio in menibus tabellarium est. We had this question for the live show. I mean, Did the, we? The Gal- yeah, the Gala show. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's too bad I wasn't listening. I have <laughs> actually noticed that there are some questions that are repeated from edition to edition. So this doesn't necessarily Ooh. mean that I screwed up my cards. It could just be a repeat question. That's cheap. It, isn't it? Yeah. So what is a deadbeat Latin scholar telling his landlord when noting prescriptio and menibus tabellarium est? 
the check is in the mail? <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> is it really? It really is. <laughs> yep. Uh, and that, that pulls you into third place tied with Katrina. So roll again. I'm a little shocked. Okay. <laughs> Apparently I didn't need one. Or er, one. <laughs> one. All right. Uh, this is a 20th anniversary edition question. And it is global view for the category. Okay. What ancient Eastern discipline includes asanas called the cat, crane, and downward dog? Is it yoga? It is indeed yoga. All right. You are all by yourself now in third place with six points. So roll again. Two. All right. This is coming from the original genus edition. Entertainment. What actor was the only member of the Dirty Dozen to survive? <laughs> uh, my husband's going to be really mad at me for getting this wrong. <laughs> Sorry, um, Nick. Clint Eastwood. I'm afraid not. Wait, I don't even know actor? if he was. It. I was like, yeah. Which, <laughs> which actor? Which act? None of the actors. <laughs> They're all. <laughs> no, I mean, like, something, they all died so eventually. <laughs> Just have to wait. <laughs> I don't even know if he was in the show. Is it? Is it James Coburn? It's not. Anybody else want to guess? Oh. Lee Marvin. Nope. Uh, oh, it's, oh, it's Steve McQueen. <laughs> nope. Don't you feel oh, no, better sorry. in that Dirty now? Dozen. I do oh, feel Dirty better. Uh, mm -hmm. I yeah. totally blanked on. I was thinking Charles Great Bronson. Escape from Megan. Oh, it is Charles Bronson. Yeah. Deb, you get to feel smug, but no points. <sighs> All right. Totally well, did the Great Escape conflation oh. thing. I, you know, it's uh, like yes. well, there's a whole bunch of those movies, right? Like you have to like flip through your internal file cards. Or like, what yeah, is the yeah. the dude bro movie with a bunch of dudes doing like dumb and there's things? A, and there's most overlap of them die. too, like with the actors yeah. sometimes. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. That was a super valiant effort. Uh, it, it, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. Like you would have had a sweep plus one if it was a normal round. So bravo, getting up to six points. Now it is Scott's turn. All right, I only need to answer nine in a row. You can do <laughs> to it. Tie for first. To tie. Believe in you, Scott. They're I'm all going Star to Trek guess, questions. I'm going to get uh, zero. Four. Four. Okay. Well, this question is coming from the Disney Children's Box. That's not going to so, help me. So, Scott, welcome to the world of fantasy. Mm -hmm. Does Donald Duck have a tail? <laughs> Does Donald Duck have a tail? Fifty-fifty uh, chance, man. Yes, <laughs> you are correct. You are on the board, Scott. Congratulations! I, I am uncomfortable that a I am losing so badly, and b Erica, you made me imagine Donald Duck's <laughs> rear end. <laughs> it was just a bit of tail that got you on the board, Scott. <laughs> It's the story of my life. A two. <laughs> All right. This one is coming from the Trivial Pursuit 90s edition. <gasps> hey, I lived and in the 90s. <laughs> you did. That's awesome. Let's see. What is WIR? I think this stands for Wired. Yes. Hey, Your category I is. Familiar with wires. <laughs> All right. What was Hiroshi uh, Yamat? Yamauchi's cleverly named successor to the Nintendo Entertainment System. And I apologize for the terrible pronunciation. Uh, the NES? No, that is the Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I'm wrong. 
Um, well, can you pick a different uh, Nintendo? We just need the successor. Uh, I will say the Super Nintendo. You are correct. It is the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Hooray. So roll again. I got one of those uh, for my birthday. Uh, number six. All right. This is the UK Globetrotter edition. Well, this was fun. Uh, let's see six is asia what is a chinese diner's equivalent of japanese otemoto and that is in italics and spelled o-t-e-m-o-t-o what is a chinese diner's equivalent of japanese otemoto i don't understand the question (laughs) (laughs) which doesn't give me hope that i will get the answer uh, I will say, um, I don't know. I, uh, all the things that I'm saying, thinking in my head, I should not say out loud. Uh, 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 soup. We'll say soup. It's wrong, but it's safe. It's, it's, it is safe. It is delicious. It is, you are correct. Also wrong. Um, chopsticks. Apparently. Ah, see, I was going to say chopsticks and then I thought, well, that seems racist. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Well, I was going to think waffles, but I knew that wasn't right. <laughs> waffles? That's a diner. Come on. Uh, I think they meant diner as in person who is eating as opposed to oh, diner man. as in place Yeah, no, I to totally get went to the place where you get food, too. It's like, oh, man, yeah. I don't go to a nearly <laughs> Chinese totally diners anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking dim sum. Oh, wow. Oh, I was wow. thinking chopsticks, but... <laughs> Well, I, I thank you all for all of your guesses, and <laughs> thank you Trivial Pursuit for being ridiculous and wrong and weird in many places, as always. Um, but but yes, congratulations to our winner, Stephen Chapansky, with nine points. This game is rigged. We did it. <clears throat> <laughs> yep, Scott. Yeah, Scott managed to get on the board with two points at the end there. Then we had Dan with four, Katrina with five, Annette with six. And Deb with seven. So congratulations to all of my players. I'm very glad that you were here. I hope that you are at least a little bit glad that you were here. (laughs) I'm glad. It was fun. I'm never going to get over that Lamborghini question, though. Uh, so yes, thank you, Deb, Steven, Katrina, Dan, Scott, and Annette for playing. And thank you as well to our, I hope, not-so-random listeners. I hope you will join us again on the next Incomparable Game Show podcast. Ta-ta for now. Ta-ta for now.